Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Cookville Cavaliers end the regular season on a high note. Monterey secures a home playoff game with a win at Wartburg, while Clay County and Stone Memorial capture region championships. From UCSportsNation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The 2022 high school football regular season is over. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. I'm Tom Duggan for the high school playbook as we recap week 11 of the high school football season across the Upper Cumberland. Take a little peek into the first round of the playoffs coming up next week. It was an exciting night across the Upper Cumberland. A couple of region races were decided in week 11, and some playoff positioning certainly factored into that as well. Big win for the Cookville Cavaliers in a shootout. Cookville actually led 47-21 to at one point in the football game. They had to fight off a feisty Shelbyville team. 54-43 to in a shootout last night. Mace Thompson, 16 of 18, 294 yards, three touchdowns in Cookville's offensive attack, which had 487 total offensive yards. Cookville clinches a playoff berth for the first time since 2019. Opperman, no problem with Livingston Academy, 63-7. to Quarterback Jonathan Rushing, 6 of 8 for 113 yards, two touchdowns. He adds two carries for 42 yards and another touchdown. Lachlan Hammock for Livingston Academy, 18 carries, 66 yards. The offense had a tough night for Livingston, held to 74 yards, and they had four turnovers on the night. Opperman, the number two seed out of Region 4-4A. Monterey 35, Wartburg 2. Matthew Montgomery with 74 yards passing and two touchdowns. He also added 71 yards rushing on six carries with another score. Monterey, the number two seed out of Region 2-2A, finishing 8-2 in the regular season. Jackson County had their playoff hopes dashed last night as they were eliminated by Stratford 28-19, the final score. Stratford will take the fourth and final playoff spot out of Region 5-3A as Jackson County will miss out on the playoffs. York Institute wins Region 2-2A with a 32-0 shutout of Rockwood. Quarterback Miles Lampview, 2 of 4 for 125 yards and a touchdown. Ryland Miller on the ground, 7 carries, 156 yards and a touchdown. Clay County, they win Region 4-1A in thrilling fashion. In fact, their first region championship since it was Salina High School back before they went to initially five classifications back in 1993. Clay County 27, Gordonsville 20 to clinch the region championship. Clay County, the number one seed, finishing 9-1 and one in the regular season. Stone Memorial goes for two in overtime, down 28-27. They get the two-point conversion. Stone wins region 4-4A with a 29-28 win over DeKalb County. Stone Memorial trailed 21-7 at one point in that game. DeKalb County loses their second one-point game in overtime in the last three weeks. Lebanon over Warren County, 28-7. Warren County will miss out on the playoffs this year. Macon County, 44. Cumberland County, nothing, as Cumberland County also missing out 
of the Class 4A playoffs. And on Thursday night, White County 53, Sequatchie County 21. That coupled with Green Hill's loss on Friday night, White County will host a first-round playoff game next Friday night. Plenty to talk about. We're going to start with Cookville head football coach Taylor Hannigan, who joins the program by telephone this morning. Coach, a fantastic performance in a 54-43 shootout over Shelbyville. Your team had it going offensively last night. Did you feel it was important to go into the playoffs off of a win? Uh, yeah, I do. I do feel like it's important. A home win, a senior night win, um, a, a big win for our program, just uh, just where we're at, just to get some momentum. So uh, definitely a good way to end our regular season. Coach, again, a high-scoring game, but Cookville seemed to really be in control from the get-go of this game. Shelbyville made a run late. Did you pretty much feel in control of the contest throughout most of the game? Yeah, we did. Uh, offensively, you know, really, really played well. Um, and defensively, I know, you know, the final score may not indicate that, but defensively made some plays and, um, you know, started the game with two or three, three and outs. And, um, you know, the really felt in control especially after that the second and third quarter um and they got some points late we, we were able to get all of our seniors in and a lot of younger guys that have never played before so um you know that's kind of a result of some of the, the things that happened late but um you know we really felt like offensively we were in a position where we, we were scoring um, almost every time we had the ball Coach, I know you want to be playing your best football going into the postseason. Do you feel like Cookville is playing its best ball of the year? You know, it's been an inconsistent um, season just from the standpoint of um, points or, or production. Um, and a lot of that obviously has to do with um, our schedule and our strength of schedule. But, um, you know, again, like I said before, this is a great way to get some momentum, um, to get a big home win and, and try to go – uh, put together another good week against a really good team. 487 yards of offense last night. Mace Thompson, another fantastic game. 16 of 18, 294 yards, three touchdowns. He's broken a few records for you this year, No, I know, Coach. And uh, Mace's game as a whole, what have you seen in terms of development since the very beginning of the year? Yeah, just uh, we've talked about it before, but just the, the comfortability with you know, the system um, with, with the play caller uh, and then just the people around him, you know. And, and we've said, you know, I guess maybe a, a storyline of our season, we've, we've said all along if we can protect him, um, we feel like we have a chance to, to put some points up the board, uh, points on the board, and, and we were able to do that last night. Getting to the playoffs for the first time since 2019, Coach, I know as a new head coach you want to come in and develop the culture that you want there. How far along are you in the, in the process, and did you feel like a playoff spot was a true reality when the season began? Well, I did. I mean, that's always a goal, um, always going to be a goal, uh, certainly to one of one of the goals to make the playoffs. Um, and just the way our region is set up, I think I think it was certainly a reality um, just with the, the smaller region. Um, but we've, you know, we've made – a lot of progress. I mean, just from from January fourth, uh, I believe it was when I officially started. Um, you know, the, the growth of individuals and in, in our program as a whole. I think very pleased, but I do think there's still some things that you know that I think we can do better. And, and 
certainly from a culture standpoint that I want to implement and, and grow on some of the things that we've started. Cookville head football coach Taylor Hennigan, our guest on the high school playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, how confident is your team going into the postseason? Yeah, we are. I mean, we, you know, we've got, got a situation where we just played, you know, our first-round opponent uh, last week. So um, a little bit of a unique situation. And obviously a very, very good, talented team, explosive offensively. So um, I don't think the result from a couple weeks ago will affect uh, how we attack this week. Um, certainly that's uh, the mindset of our coaching staff and our players are, are mature enough, I think, to be able to, you know, look at it from a fresh perspective and, and know that playoffs, you know, anything can happen and, and we've got to make sure that we do everything we can to try to be better for two and a half hours, you know, be the better team for two and a half or three hours or whatever it is. And um, I do think that our guys are capable of handling that, but certainly a big challenge for us. The opponent you were referring to, the Blackman Blaze, which will be your first-round opponent in the playoffs coming up next Friday, a team you saw just two short weeks ago. How much does it benefit you having already played them and and maybe some things that you know that your team is going to have to work on to be prepared for that prolific Blackman offense? Yeah, I think, you know, as a head coach, you know, you think about going on the road and, and going to a new environment. Well, that's not necessarily the case for us now. Obviously, we, we were on the road last time as well. Um, you know, from a personnel perspective, we know what to expect from, you know, the size, the speed, and the talent of, of their players. Um, and schematically, I think there will be some things that we try to build off of that game. Um, but certainly, I think there will be some things that, you know, we know that we're going to try to um, change and try to do differently to, to get a better result. The Cookville Cavaliers are headed back to the playoffs again for the first time since 2019, and they will be playing Blackman next Friday night. Big win for Cookville on Friday, 54-43 over Shelbyville. Head coach Taylor Hennigan joining us this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, congratulations on the win, the berth in the playoffs. Good luck to your team moving forward. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, as always. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk some Monterey football with head coach Scott Hughes, which will join us live with members of the Monterey football team here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Also later on, we'll talk to the Region 4-1A champion head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs. Up next, though, some Jackson County football with head coach Sean Loftus. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com The Jackson County Blue Devils travel down to Metro Nashville on Friday night with a playoff berth in the balance out of Region 5-3A taking on Stratford. Unfortunately, Jackson County, who dominated for most of three quarters, ended up on the short end of a 28-19 score. Jackson County head football coach Sean Loftus joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, it's been a tough last few weeks, I know, for your team with some uh, injuries down the stretch and uh, some injuries again suffered in last night's game. I know you're not one to make excuses, but certainly that had to factor in to the loss last night. How tough is it to miss out on the playoffs this year? Well, it's tough. I mean, you know, anytime these kids get an opportunity and, 
to make the playoffs. I mean, it's 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 a huge deal, um, and you know that was obviously one of our goals this year going into the season, and one of the goals that you know we had, our seniors wanted to to accomplish. Um, you know, because uh, it's uh, it's something that is very special, and um, you know people can't take away from it, uh, and um, you know and. With us not being able to make it this year, it's just, um, you know, I just hate it for those kids who have put in, you know, a lot of work over the last, uh, gosh, pretty much 12 months. And I guess making it even tougher last night was the fact that you had some kids go down late in the game when you had the lead. In fact, you led most of this ball game last night. How tough was that? And then you get a few more key injuries along the way. Yeah, we, um, I think at one point in time, we were up. Gosh, I think 13 to nothing. And then, uh, you know, I think by the halftime, it was 13 to seven at the half. And uh, we lost a two way lineman uh, sometime there in the second quarter. And then uh, there in the third, whenever we were up 19, I think uh, I think it ended up being, I think it was 19 to seven um, when Braylon went down, who, uh, you know, was running back. Uh, you know, linebacker for us who's played four years. Both those kids that went down last night uh, were were seniors, which you know you you obviously hate for for anybody to go down. But for those kids to uh, not get to finish their last game, uh, you know, I just hate it for them. And um, you know, we just couldn't overcome it. Uh, you know, we're not going to make excuses because we've had you know, we've 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 talked about it all year long about you know the next man up. And um, you know, unfortunately, whenever uh, you're already down 10, 11, 12 guys, uh, that next man up, uh, you know, sometimes just, you know, I hate to say it, just not ready yet. I mean, because, you know, we're playing there at the very end, about three or four freshmen um, and stuff. But, uh, you know, I was proud of our kids. You know, they fought. Uh, they were resilient, and they just continued to battle. And even now, um, you know, down, the, you know, a score or two right there at the end of the game, I mean, we drove the ball and just turn the ball over on down sometime somewhere around their 30. Um, but, uh, you know, just hate to, hate to see any season come to an end, and especially one like this. <clears throat> Jackson County head football coach Sean Loftus joining us on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned the word resilient, and it seems like that's been a word that best describes maybe this team this year. Would you say that that probably would best describe your team in 2022? Oh, no doubt. I mean, there are a bunch of fighters, and, uh, you know, that's a bunch that, uh, you know, you want, that's unfortunately the the injuries is something that uh, that nobody can control in, in this game, and that's a, a part of the game that, uh, um, you know, you hate, um, you know, uh, and this bunch just continues to, to go to work, continues to, you know, come to practice and, and try to, you know, get better each and every day. And whenever we get somebody back, uh, you know, they, they try to fall back into where they were at the best they possibly can. And um, But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our kids for that. I mean, they, they just they never hung their head. They never gave up. They just continued to, to go out there each and every game and each and every week to uh, – to try their best and uh, you know and, and that's one thing these seniors I feel like um, that uh, you know they've led us in the right way uh, you know when they've, they've showed these younger kids what it's going to take each and every week.
mentioning that senior class, their last football game at Jackson County High School. Coach, what have these players brought during their time at Jackson County? Well, we, uh, you know, we have 12 seniors, and um, we started, uh, we've had about six all through, you know, up until this past uh, off season. We added uh, about, uh, I guess, four more uh, that first-year players. So, uh, you know, we were up to 12 by the, uh, um, you know, by the summer and stuff. I mean, and, and some of these, some of the kids that have played for four years, I mean, they've, you know, they they understood and what uh, you know what playing at Jackson County High School was all about, and and uh, you know some of my newcomers have came in and um, you know and, and and just fit right in and made plays for us and, and big big uh, additions into our program, um, and you know I just feel like uh, uh, you know this season is uh, you know I don't think it's not what we all wanted. However, I mean it's just what we were. Um, you know, we had to sit there and, and battle through each and every week and try to uh, figure out, uh, you know, who was going to play what positions. And then once you get down to so many injuries, I mean, it's got to be, you know, uh, you know, the next man up. But, uh, you know, I, I felt like they continued to, uh, to encourage one another. And, uh, you know, even if it was a senior that was out and it, um, you know, they were there to, uh, to help their teammate and, and to try to give them, uh, you know, help them coach coach each other up and hold them uh, hold each other accountable. And so, um, you know, they've meant a lot for uh, Jackson County High School over the last four years. And uh, you know, it's it's one of those where it's uh, you just you know at the very end when whenever they know what's over with. I mean, you just hate to see a kid that's put, you know, whether it's one year or four years involved in everything that we have done. Uh, within that period, I mean, they've, um, uh, you know, they've, gosh, I mean, you just got to tip your hat to them because, um, you know, you, you love them like your own and, um, you just hope that, uh, you just hate to see them at the very end of the, at the end of the game, just, you know, crying and hugging one another because they know it's over with. Tough loss for Jackson County at Stratford on Friday night, 28 to 19 to end the season for the Jackson County Blue Devils. Head coach Sean Loftus joining us. Coach, thank you for joining us throughout the season and uh, wish you the best in the Jackson County program moving forward. We thank you very much, Tom, and everything that you've done for us this year. Thank you. The Stone Memorial Panthers and the DeKalb County Tigers went into overtime last night, tied up at 21. DeKalb County would score the go-ahead touchdown, add the extra point to go up 28-21, but for the second time against a region opponent this year, Stone Memorial would score a touchdown, and instead of kicking the extra point to go for double overtime, Stone Memorial goes for two. They win the game 29-28 in overtime. Panthers head coach Derek Samber joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, congratulations on winning Region 4-4-A. That's a very gutsy call if you win the game, of course. You get a region championship. If you lose, you drop all the way down to the number four seed going into the playoffs. How difficult was that decision to go for two? You know, it, it wasn't, Tom. Um, I, I think that's uh, my DNA, this team's DNA, um, is, is to take that shot if we are an opportunity to be in that moment in that situation. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of uh, maybe a riverboat gambler feel to it from the outside. But, Tom, it's something we practice starting Monday. Uh, we've got our two-point plays for the week. 
and, and what order we'll run them if we need them. Uh, and it's something a lot of time preparation goes into, and the kids have full confidence in it. And I was listening to the game on the way back from my game last night. In fact, I heard the announcers talking about Coach Samber's playbook, and there's probably some things that we've not seen from the playbook. Was that one of those plays on that two-point conversion that, that was something new that you had put out there this year? It was, Tom. So uh, it, it was a, a counter off of our two-point package that we carried against Macon. Uh, we put our senior receiver, Caleb Flowers, in motion and then sent him back uh, to the side that he motioned from. Um, and it ended up being Hunter Hevelin to Brady Lane again, same kid that caught the two-point play in overtime. But, yeah, I think you've always got to know what you've put on film and be aware of that and have counters to it and things off of it because, uh, my goodness, hats off to Coach Trapp and, and his uh, defense coordinator, Coach Shaw. Uh, they're so well coached. They run such a great program. And the Cap County is the real deal. So, yeah, we certainly had to break some things out last night that, that we had not put on film because we knew we, that, that they were going to have their kids prepared. It was 21 to 7 to Cab County at one point and at halftime seemed like you made some adjustments. What adjustments did you make to kind of come out with a different mentality in the second half? Well, uh being real frank about it, Tom, it was uh pretty impassioned attitude adjustments at halftime. There wasn't a whole lot of X's and O's. Uh we had one uh package, one formation that we had shown. We broke it out a little bit in the second half on offense, but um just a challenge to our kids. I told them, you know, I had confidence in them uh, was my message pregame, uh, and they really hadn't uh, taken me up on that or, or made me ride in the confidence in the way I described uh, the young men that they were. But uh, these young men, Tommy, have developed a, a champion's heartbeat over this offseason and in the course of this season. And, um, you know, uh, maybe I sparked that out of them at halftime, but they, uh, they came out and put it on display in the second half in overtime. You mentioned a championship attitude. And, Coach, when you win a couple of big region games, by one point like you have in the win over Upperman and then last night of DeKalb County. That pedigree seems like it shows even more. Going into those plays, do you sense that confidence from your team that, hey, we know we're going to go out here and get it done? Well, you know, it's faith until you see it, Tom, Uh, and then it's belief. Uh, And these kids have seen themselves uh, accomplish these things over the the last couple years. I think we've had six one-point ball games the last two years, Tom, and won four of them. Uh, so, yeah, maturity in the time they've put in the off season, but uh, that faith's become belief over, over the last couple of years in, in the way that they've pulled out some wins at the end of ball games. We're speaking with Stone Memorial head football coach Derek Samber on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, as you win the region championship last night, the players, did they – have a big celebration about it or maybe a little bit more low-key knowing that the playoff race is still to come uh well i'm i'm working on hickson film right now tom but certainly our kids enjoyed that one last night uh hard fought i can't say enough good things about the cab they're a tremendous football team uh put them up toe-to-toe with any four seed in the in the state to be sure uh but yeah our kids enjoyed that one and it was hard fought and uh it, we've got a tough football team, and they, they choose the tough road every time. And uh, That's certainly what they went through last night. So so we enjoyed it, and uh, my mind's already on Hickson, uh, even in the middle of this phone call. But, uh, yeah, our, our kids enjoyed it, and we'll have them ready to go on Monday. Looking at Hickson as you do a little scouting already. They're 5-5 five and five coming into this game, playing out of uh, Region 3-4A. Coach, what have you seen from them so far? What do you know about the teams over in that region? I really don't know much, Tom. I've got it on here and starting to put in some of the data, but uh, um, 
kind of a region that looks like ours in terms of a lot of tight scores uh, in the one through four games. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm proud of the way our team is prepared and earned that one seed. And I'm sure Hickson's going to be ready to go and, and uh, make the trip to Crossville. And we certainly don't have any easy games on the road ahead of us in terms of uh, being in the playoffs at this point. But, uh yeah, we'll certainly continue to break down the film and have our kids ready to go. A lot of people confident that Region 4-4A is going to make a little noise here that three, maybe even all four teams could sweep the first round. I know you don't want to deep dive into that, but do you feel like a 4-4A should be rather competitive against that other region? Well, um, I think they'll certainly all be competitive, Tom. I, you know, I'll just speak for, for Stone in terms of, you know, we've got to take care of us. But my goodness, the, the coaches and the teams – uh, not just in our region, and our region has been tremendous, but it's been a great year for Upper Cumberland football, Tom, and I think you're going to see a lot of Upper Cumberland teams make some hay in the first round and continue to play um, into November and, and so forth, hopefully. I agree with you, Coach, and a great year for the Stone Memorial Panthers. 9-1 and one punctuated with last night's 29-28 overtime win over DeKalb County. Region 4-4A champions, the Stone Memorial Panthers. Coach Derek Sandberg joining us on the high school play. But, Coach, congratulations on the region championship. Good luck in the upcoming playoff run. Tom, appreciate you, man. We'll talk Monterey Wildcats football with head coach Scott Hughes and members of the Monterey Wildcats football team. When the high school playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Monterey Wildcats end their season, regular season, on a positive note with their sixth consecutive win, 35-2. They go on the road to get Wartburg last night. Big night for Matthew Montgomery with three touchdowns on the night. Hey, Coach Scott Hughes joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, a good win over Wartburg. What was kind of the game plan going in? I know you want to pick up the win, but at the same time, you're probably in some ways getting ready for the playoffs as well. Oh, we were, and, you know, we've, we've been working on some stuff for the last few weeks just trying to prepare for November, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can make a make a little noise in November. But uh, last night was a good night. A lot of guys was involved, uh, was a little disappointed in some aspects, thought we could have been a little bit more efficient. Coach, what do you feel like the biggest thing that you need going into the playoffs, something that you may emphasize a little bit more in practice next week? Well, for us, it's just mental, um, being prepared every snap and understanding uh, what each assignment is pre-snap and, and being able to play fast. And once the football snap, that's something that we've really got to focus on. Uh, and, and a lot of that comes from early in the week mental preparation. We've got four players joining us this morning. Michael Allred, Mason Bowman, Eli Sailors, Matthew Montgomery. I tell you what, let's go in alphabetical order. We'll start with Michael Allred and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the team this year. Michael, what's your senior season been like this year? Uh, you know, it's been fun, you know, getting to hang out with everybody. You know, I felt like we've definitely gotten better as the season went. You know, we started out kind of flat, and, uh, yeah, it's been fun. After starting out flat, what's been some of the changes that you've seen in the team since that start? Uh, you know, just picking it up in practice. It starts with practice, and, you know, earlier in the season we weren't very good, and as the seasons went on, we've gotten better. What's been the biggest development that you've seen in your game since from last year to this year? Uh, I would say I would, I'm a little better mentally this year than I was last year. Uh, just with my confidence, things like that. You mentioned mentally. How important is mental toughness? Is it just as important or more so than physical toughness? Oh, it's 
way more important in my opinion because that's where busts happen and you win, you lose games off of giving the other team big plays and stuff like that. Michael, last year y'all ran into a Hampton team that uh, really got hot in the postseason in the first round. Is there a bit of a chip on your shoulder going into the playoffs this year? Oh, yeah. I felt like we played terrible last year, especially in that Hampton game, and uh, I really want to get a playoff win. There's only been two teams in Monterey history to do that, and uh, we were a part of one of those teams, and I'd like to do it again. Michael, what do you want people to remember about you once your playing days are done at Monterey? Uh, I just want them to know that I gave everything I had every time I played. All right, Michael Allred joining us on the playbook this morning. Mason Bowman, Mason, uh, another great season for you, Mason. Over 1,600 yards rushing. You broke the uh, school record for rushing yards. What's it been like racking up these uh, these honors thus far? It's been great. I uh, had a great time with my teammates. and uh, With an amazing coach, we've had a great time. A lot of memories made. A lot of time spent on the field together, and I love the guys. Mason, I, w- I want to ask you kind of the same question I asked Michael in terms of having a chip on your shoulder going into the playoffs. Do you feel that, that there's some unfinished business for the senior class? Yeah, we showed up to Wartburg last night, and I'm not going to lie, it looked a little like Hampton, and I had a bad feeling about it. <laughs> I was ready to be back, ready to go play him. What's the strongest point of this team this year, something that really brings this team together? Um how close we are together we've played for four years together some longer some eight years and we've became a, like a really close team and like family and we play for each other and not ourselves is this a senior class that really does embrace a leadership role yeah i feel like uh we've been leaders though since freshman year and we've like throughout the seasons when we just grown to earn our respect throughout the team and people listen to us now when you talk about this senior class, what really bonds you all together? Because you all seem like a close-knit group. What is it that brings you together? Well, it's not only in football or school. It's all the things that we do outside of school. And that's what makes us who we are and friends together and how we can relate so much better on the field together. What do you guys do when you're not playing football or going to school? Well, we hang out, spend not, uh, spend not at each other's houses, go to football games, just different things. Mason, I want to ask you about vision on the field. You know, you seem like you've got great feel for the game, great field vision. What is it like being back there when you get the get the ball? And I know you just got a split second to really think about it. How does the plays? How do plays open up for you? Well, first I look at the hole that's designated where I'm supposed to go, and I, if it ain't open, then I'll look back door. If it ain't open back door, I'll pound down into the hole it's supposed to be. But I mean, it's can't, always came easy just seeing the hole. Mason Bowman, our guest on the high school playbook. We'll go to Matthew Montgomery. And, uh, Matthew, I've said more than once on our broadcast this year, Recover Monterey, you look like one of the strongest guys out there. Do you take a lot of time in the weight room? Uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time in the weight room. It's typically where I'm at most of the time. I just want to know, I'm watching you last night. You're chucking defenders left and right. And uh, how much fun do you have just doing that out there? It definitely, uh, it's fun to do. It's fun to do. I find more <laughs> pleasure running people over than, say, scoring touchdowns or anything like that. So running people over is definitely my favorite thing. Now you became the school's all-time leading passer during the course of this season. What was that like for you? Uh, it's a huge honor. I mean, the quarterback before uh, who had it, he was a great quarterback, and it's an honor to get to have that sort of record at Monterey. Matthew, going into the playoffs, what do you feel like this team's biggest focus is? Um, staying mentally focused. That's how it's got to be. You know, you can't roll in. From here on out, every week is hard. These are the best teams in Tennessee. It's it's the best football. So you've got to prepare every week like it's your last game because it could be. After a couple of losses, you started 2-0 and then you had back-to-back losses. Was there 
ever a little bit of doubt in this team's mind that, you know, questioning how good you might be or what you may be able to accomplish this year? Uh, not really. Uh, I knew we had a young team. We were starting quite a few sophomores, quite a few juniors, and some freshmen are even getting to play. Um, and to just know that that's going to take some time against those really good teams. Um, and they figured it out, so they've, they've picked it up. Matthew, how do you embrace the leadership role that you have as a senior? The only way to do it is take it head on. You know, you gotta you got to lead people through thick and thin, even when we're losing, like the two-game lose streak, or we've been down multiple times this, this season. And you just got to stay calm, cool, and collected and uh, lead others. You get it done on the offensive side of the ball, but you've really stood out to me this year also on the defensive side of the ball. What areas have you improved in defensively that have helped to make you a real standout on that defense this year? Definitely my reads. Um, I feel like this year they're a lot faster. I'm able to see what's going on. and uh, I feel like I've watched a lot more film this year, so that's being able to tell what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, down and distance, stuff like that. All right, Monterey High School quarterback and linebacker Matthew Montgomery on the high school playbook. Eli Sailors, Eli receiver and a defensive back. Do you Would you rather catch a big touchdown pass, say 75 yards, or would you like a pick six of 75 yards? Uh, I guess it really just depends on the game, how's it, how it's going. <laughs> it's always nice to catch a big play and look at the fans and how crazy they're going. So I guess... I guess receiving a 75-yard touchdown would be pretty nice. Getting into the mind of a wide receiver just a little bit, when you're out there and you've got a one-on-one coverage, pretty tight coverage, what are you trying to do out there to create separation, some things that are going through your mind? Uh, most of the time it takes a little bit of time. You have to uh, look how the DB is going to play you and which routes you can run to make him do certain things. And if you really learn what he's going to do with your certain steps, then you can beat him. Now, Eli, I know you guys have been having great camaraderie since you've been here laughing and cutting up and, uh, you know, maybe trying to mess each other up a little bit during these interviews. Yeah. Is this kind of a jokester, fun type of group of seniors? Yeah, definitely. We love each other. We've been together since freshman year, some of them longer, and we just love to get at each other. But what is it that makes the bond strong between you guys? <sighs> I really couldn't tell you. We've definitely just been together for four years, and you can tell. We love each other. What are you going to miss about high school football once it's all said and done? The relationships with the team and having that discipline together and going through things like that together. Playoffs are coming up. What's the goal, and what do you think this Monterey team can accomplish? Well, we definitely have to win. I think we can go pretty far in the playoffs if we keep our minds right. All right, Eli Sailors, Matthew Montgomery, Mason Bowman, Michael Allred. Guys, thank you for joining us this morning, and uh, good luck in the playoffs. Coach, we'll come back to you for just a moment to uh, wrap things up. Appreciate the guys coming out, and uh, you get ready for the first round of playoffs. It's Happy Valley that uh, will be coming to Monterey next Friday night. What do you know about them right now? And that district top to bottom, what do they look like? Well, you know, Hampton won that region, and, and Happy Valley's the three seed. Um, you know, they play a really difficult schedule. A lot of a lot of schools in that area are larger schools than they are, and they all kind of play each other. I, I don't know if they have an agreement or however it is, but, you know, they've played several 3- and 4-A schools, so something that we definitely can't look at their record. And, and you know, we've, we've been in that situation before where you've looked at someone's record, and, uh, you know, obviously records don't always indicate talent levels. So Absolutely. it's something that we got to focus on, uh, and it'll be a huge challenge. Records lie. Man, we can certainly say that because a lot of teams out there uh, that, are, that are big. And I, I look at that Wartburg team last night. And I know coming in they had about 1,700 yards passing. Mm-hmm. Of course, their quarterback got hurt. But uh, they were 3-6 and six coming in. Sometimes, Coach, the records don't indicate how good a team is. No, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't ever really pay attention to records. You know, the, the film is going to tell the story. You know, records 
you can throw them out the window, and, and you definitely throw them out the window when it gets to November. Absolutely. Uh, you know, playoff time is, is a whole other animal, and everybody's fighting for the for their season because it's it's winter go home, and, and you get in that situation where you know you're just guaranteed a few days left, and, and so they're going to roll in, and, and they're going to give a great effort, and, and we've got to be able to match that and, and go above. Coach, congratulations on a great regular season. Good luck to you and the Monterey Wildcats in the playoffs. Thank you very much, and thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Coach Scott Hughes, Michael Allred, Mason Bowman, Matthew Montgomery, Eli Sailors, members of the Monterey High School football team joining us on the high school playbook. When we come back, we will talk to Livingston Academy coach Dale Flatt. This is the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The Livingston Academy Wildcats closed out a tough 2022 season at home last night against region rival Upperman. The Bees get three total touchdowns from Jonathan Rushing, and they run away with it 63-7. Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flatt joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, I know it's been a tough year and uh, a lot of young players on your team, some injuries to deal with, getting the new stadium open and up and running this year. Certainly a lot going on around your football team. Coach, if you could sum up the season in just one word, what might that word be? I don't know. I, I would say probably uh, better, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you know, I, I think we were better this year than what we was last year. Uh, I think we, uh, you know, I, I think we uh, uh, went out and played hard a lot of times. I think uh, last night didn't really show what we've done the whole season, you know, as far as that goes. And I, I think our kids, uh, I think they play hard. I think they, you know, they give it their all. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, last night just didn't, didn't show that. Throughout the course of the season, it seemed like the team did play better. Now, you're coming off a season last year where you had three seniors, and I believe one of those was hurt for the majority of the campaign. We knew this was going to be a young team again this year. But the growth and the development, what are the areas, Coach, that you see maybe the most growth in this year? You know, I, I think uh, it's it was an overall thing, really. I, I, you know, I think uh, um, we, uh, as far as uh, our offensive line, we gave our quarterback more time to throw uh this year than we did last i think our uh uh our running game was a little bit better uh i think our our throwing w was some better uh you know and, and defensively i think we we improved uh you know as far as that goes and and, and it seems like uh you know, we went up against. Of course, we got three teams in our region that's it's really, really good. Uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, they. I think going into last night, you know, they were all tied, and and uh, you know, I, I don't think we showed very good against those three, but the rest of the teams that we played, I, I think we really, uh, you know, looked a lot better than what we did last year. Coach Flat, how close do you feel like you're getting, though? I mean, the work is going in, certainly, and you're going to have another full off season, and you don't have the stadium issue kind of hanging over your head about where we're going to play and all this stuff. How close do you feel like you're getting to, to getting this Livingston team back to building up to where they want to be? Well, I think they're a close-knit group, and I think they're, uh, they're you know, 
they're they're willing to work. They're willing to do the things that they that that you need to do to to try to win. Uh, we even talked about last night. You know what we're going to do. Of course, we're going to hit the weight room in in about two weeks. You know we're we're going to. I I told them. You know, always before we'd wait until after Christmas, and we had a we got a six block. Uh, in our in our school schedule where we do it during school you know right at the end of the day but uh we're going to start two weeks uh from now and, and go after school and, and start lifting Lynn. And, uh, and and they're ready for that you know they, a lot of the kids after i told them that that's coming up to me so we're going to start in two weeks you know and they they uh was asking all about it what are we going to do you know what you know, and all that, and I, I think that uh, that's encouragement, showing that they're wanting to try to uh, to get better and and to get stronger and and uh, you know get ready for next year. Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flat joining us on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, the last game for your senior class, also at Livingston Academy. What would you like to say about your seniors on this year's team? You know. Uh, that much. Uh, of course, we had we had eight of them playing last night. We had one of them got hurt last night. Uh, and Josh Ramsey broke his collarbone again last night. And he broke it in the Cooble game, which is our second game of the season, and they get to play a whole lot. And he come back last week, and then and then last night he broke it again. And and uh, I hate that for him. Uh, you know. Uh, we had uh, Lachlan Hammock, you know, that, that run the ball for us. He always a, a tough player, run hard. Uh, R.J. Peer uh, played tackle for us. He, uh, you know, he uh, he went all the way through. Didn't get to play at all last year. Uh, got to got into a kind of a starting role this year and um, had Josh or uh, had Kyle Blodgett and Chase Harris and. Those two played a lot of our special teams and, and went in at uh, Chase went in at, at nose and and uh, Kyle at uh, linebacker and and uh, you know we had John Langley that plays some defensive tackle and uh, you know those kids there uh, you know they uh, uh, they've been with me through the whole thing <laughs> you know and, and they they played hard. Uh, Nathan Kogel didn't get to play much this year, maybe a game or two because of his hamstring. Um, you know, probably the most talented kid on the team, and, and, you know, he never did get to play, but maybe a game or two. And, and so, you know, they, they've had a lot of adversity. Uh, I think those kids, uh, you know, I think they probably learned more by going through seasons like this than they – you know, maybe would have if you won. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot of times it's real easy to win, and it's harder to lose. And and you learn a lot more when you lose, and, and you know about life and and how how to deal with adversity and 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 deal with the the problems of life sometimes. Well, certainly this year's senior class, along with last year's, are going to lay the foundation for brighter days to come for the Livingston Academy football program. Coach Dale Platt has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, we thank you for joining us throughout the season and certainly wish you and the program the best of luck moving forward. All right, thank you. 
We'll talk to Clay County Head Football Coach Bruce Lamb when the high school playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Clay County Bulldogs won a 27-20 thriller over the Gordonsville Tigers. Claimed the region 4-1A championship on Friday night. Clay County head football coach Bruce Lamb joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, how does it feel to be region champions? Uh, it's it's a uh, it was it's nice. I woke up this morning and uh, you know I said, oh, wow, we did it. Uh, just just a great feeling, uh, great feeling for these kids and knowing that the you know their hard work has paid off. Coach, it was a tough, hard-fought ball game. I know back and forth throughout most of the night. And uh, talk about the resiliency, if you would, of your team and how they just held tough throughout the course of the game. Well, you know, like you say, it's back and forth. You know, Gordonsville got up on us, and and uh, you know our kids came right back and scored. And it was that way the entire night. And you know, we're down fourteen. They score. I think they score under a minute to go for half. We're down fourteen to twelve. And, um, you know, we're talking halftime, and you know, you can see that this, we're not done, and and they just kept fighting, kept fighting, and uh, what what a great heart these young men have, and and just the love for this game, and the love for their community. And, you know, they wanted to play for those people who uh, that have played there before. You know, we walked out last night for the game, all the old players. They had played in Clay County or Salina was a bulldog. They all lined the, the um, walkway up and, and was cheering those guys on. And that just means so much to these kids. And, you know, I, I just knew that they were going to fight the entire 48 minutes. You talked about at halftime, you could see it in their eyes. They were that determination. Does that affect kind of how you make any kind of adjustments or, or what you say at half when you, you know your team is invested, they're bought in, and they've, they've still got some fire left? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Those guys just, you know, you look at those kids and you know they're going to do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter what defense we put them in, what offense we, you know, set we put them in, or what play we call. Those guys are going to go give their best. That that helps tremendously as a coach because you know that uh, they believe in what you're doing. We're speaking with Clay County head football coach Bruce Lamb as the Clay County Bulldogs. Winners of Region 4-1A with an exciting 27-20 win over Gordonsville. Coach, was there a big celebration after the game, and uh, uh, how focused are the players, do you feel, going into the playoffs? Well, yeah, there was guys on the field, the student section, who was, who was great all night and all year long. They all came out on the field and joined in the celebration with the, those young men. and uh, You know, just a, just a great time, and, you know, I'm pretty sure that this is the first region title that uh, in Clay County history uh, back from 1993 when the TSW changed over. Special thanks to all of our guests for joining us on the playbook today. Monterey head football coach Scott Hughes, Michael Allred, Mason Bowman, Eli Sailors, and Matthew Montgomery of the Monterey High School football team. Jackson County head football coach Sean Loftus, Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers, Livingston Academy head football coach Dale Flatt, and Region 4-1A champion Clay County Bulldogs head coach Bruce Lamb. Our studio producer today is Jake Wallman. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. And for the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook. 
built by Mountain Barn Builders, constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now, ucsportsnation.com.